It's uncalled for. What? Hang on. I'm going to fart. Did you poo Did the bit? mic pick it up? Yeah, a little bit. Mike didn't pick up anything. Damn it. I should have done it into the mic. Why? Because we could have started with... Um, fart. Spain? This is what I think of you. A mm. fart. Nice. That's what Spain are. They're a wet fart in front of gold. A wet fart. That's <coughs> <coughs> the COVID. Oh, that's stanky. All right. Which order are you going to go in? In the order they are happening. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Yep. See, this is why I defer to you to do all the organization. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. It's time to play football, something like that. Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 92. Were you going to say something? Fuck. I was going to call him a lyrical genius. But welcome to the podcast, Night Shift number 92. Yeah, football. I show speed is not a lyrical genius, but welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode ninety-two. It's quarterfinal time. We're on the brink here. We got one more. It depends how many times you're going to sleep. You know, how are you going to sleep Friday night? Because then it's two sleeps. You know, we're we're recording on a Thursday night. Croatia Brazil is the first quarterfinal up. Tommy's here to go through them with me, as you might have just heard. Uh, let's go. Let's start this. Croatia Brazil. Who wins and why? I was just. I might sleep three times before the game. Oh yeah. I don't have. I don't have to work on Friday, so I might get a. Might get an afternoon nap in, perhaps. An afternoon nap. Yeah, not for any like football related reasons, just because I'm lazy. Like mm. in that got case, other things to do. But I don't think uh, going to sleep Friday and getting up for a one thirty game is the way to go on a Friday night. I don't know. On Friday, yeah, but you know me. I don't have any plans. I don't have. I got no one banging on my door. So you're just gonna sleep. Yeah, potentially. And All then right. just watch the World Cup. Croatia, Brazil, who's going to win? Uh, do we even have to think about this? Like, there's one, there's one, Brazil's going to win the World Cup. So, are they? I'm going to say it's, well, that's what all my pending bet slips say in sports bet right now. Yeah, I'm hoping so as well. Brazil, obviously, absolutely mashing South Korea 4 1, took the foot off the pedal a bit, second half. Um, they were so, so good. They didn't even need to try for like 60 minutes. Yeah. They, I was baffled at how long Neymar spent on the pitch. Mm. Like he didn't come off until like the 80th minute. Protect. I thought was bizarre. Four 0 up at half time. I would have taken him off. Get him. Get him away. He's carrying a knock as well, isn't he? So what? What is he even doing starting? They didn't need him. Uh, I think Neymar is sort. Of, if he's fit, you start him. So mm-hmm. it's a World Cup. You only get one chance, especially in round that- 16. You need to put the game yeah. away. No, that's a good call. That- His ankle must be better then. They didn't expect Korea to be so... They were bad, but Brazil were just pretty ruthless and they were just, cutting them open. They just looked so good. There was a couple of those games in the round of 16 where you were wondering, is the opposition that lacking or is it that the South American European nation are that good? This one, oh, look, Korea, they had a decent World Cup for, I think, where they are overall. They yeah. come up against the juggernaut here and they were so on it. And when you're 2-0 down after, what, 14 minutes... Very like extremely difficult to play your way back into that game. 
Yeah, I reckon there's been there's been stronger Korean sides in the past. I think um, this one when they hosted it, two thousand and two. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Brazil. Uh, it baffles me that Lucas Paqueta starts in this side, but he plays really well for Brazil alongside Casemiro. Um, he certainly seems to me like he's the weakest player in the team, but still gets that start in there ahead of Fabinho, ahead of um, who was the other one I was thinking of? Fred. Fred, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, he still gets the start in there and he's playing really well. They seem to have locked in this lineup. Danilo started at right back. Militao came in and played left back, who, mm. as far as I know, is mostly a centre back, but he came in for the injured Alexandro. Even Danny Alves came on at like 40,000 years old or something. <laughs> well, they just wanted to get every single player a minute, didn't they? Which is yeah. going to be an accomplished. Which they've now done. They substituted the goalkeeper, Allison, for Weverton. Weverton. <laughs> In the 80th minute. Closest Everton will get to a World Cup. Posh side of Liverpool, I heard. Yeah. That was from. <laughs> that's where he should be going. Um, that's a great call. Um, is there any Everton players being represented in this World Cup? I'd say so. Oh, I wonder. Connor, Connor Cody. Oh, yeah, true. But he does, he's not owned by Everton. We get, get him on a yeah. the technicality there. I'm sure there's the a go- few. The ghost of Frank Lampard's legacy, perhaps. Still rattling around the England change rooms. Yeah. So I'll be backing Brazil as well to win this. I think Croatia have been pretty ordinary this tournament, aside from the one game. And they limped over the line against Japan, who really butchered. I know it's a bit of a luck of the draw thing in the shootout, but you got to give yourself a chance by hitting the net. And they couldn't do it. Oh, exactly. I'm devastated for Japan. Um, in this game, there was like the first time they had led throughout the tournament. So bad omen, clearly. But then they get the, they miss the first shot in the penalty shootout, and you think, okay, here you go, backs against the wall, Japan, do something. Just really tame, mid-level efforts, like, and there was a few shootouts that ended up like that as well. Uh, the Spain one, just like almost as if they've never taken a penalty before, which can yeah. only be, you know, just the pressure. You can only, you can only, like, I don't think we'll ever experience a pressure like that. Yeah. No, agree. Uh, so we both got Brazil winning that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say so. The thing about Croatia, you can never, you can never count them out. They just, no. they do so well at hanging in. Uh, yeah, hanging in games, um, even if they're not doing so much. You know, you wonder the way Brazil play. The only op, the only way you think they could be exploited, um, would be in the transition where their wide men are pushed up, and it gives the the midfield the itches in the midfield space to you know get a little bit wide and try and find some holes yeah behind um because you know you can still you talk about the age of the center backs you could still get at tiago potentially um we saw was it uh Kramerich that scored that hell good header against japan yep there's you know there's Perisic. Perisic, there was options for there's different options that you can employ to try and beat brazil but you're probably going to have to score three times and i haven't seen I don't see it in Croatia to do it. Yeah, no, nah, agree. Um, Brazil are just so balanced at the moment as well. They're solid in every area of the park. They, they're really cohesive too. Everyone helps everyone. It's a, just a all-round good team. Uh, the other one, Saturday morning, Netherlands, Argentina. Who wins this and why? Uh, I'm going to say Argentina just for narrative. Um, narrative only. That's why. What's yeah, that's the na- why. What narrative? 
it's, it's for the messy. It's for the messy. I'm I'm on the messy bandwagon now after watching him against Australia. Okay. I don't know. I felt that one performance warranted him gliding into a final and finally winning the World Cup. Okay, fair enough. And uh, only if it rubs further salt into Ronaldo's wounds. I thought you were all about the uh, narrative of uh, Marcos Acuna at left back or something. I thought that's what you yeah, were imagine. About. <laughs> yeah, you know, he had a tough upbringing. He got rejected from all his youth clubs. Did he? It was just, yeah, he had to do paper rounds in order to buy football boots. You know, he was just working as a dishy to pay for himself through football again. Yeah, I love that. His mother's sick. His dad's blind. His cat's oh, dead. Is, is this the plot for like goal five or something? <laughs> Narrative, yes. Yeah, it's Acuna being smuggled across the border, you know. All right. I'm taking... The Netherlands in this one, I think they get over the line against Argentina. Do you have one very good reason why? Uh, I I think they have... Argentina has messy factor. Netherlands has, like, multiple contributors, I think, at the moment that are capable of making a dent in Argentina. They don't look too solid at the back. We opened them a little bit easily Mm. at times and didn't capitalise. And I think Netherlands will capitalise. They're also, yeah, they're not putting teams away either, Argentina. So the, they're definitely going to get a chance, the Netherlands, to get back into it if they go behind early. Whether, yeah. I, I don't know. The Netherlands played anyone decent. Like, this will be the first decent team they play. Maybe, but they've been like they've been pretty comfortable in all their wins as well. You know? And they, they mm. put the US... I say comfortable. They didn't score till really late to go 2-0 up in their first group game. But and then they got to go with ten to go to make put a gap on the US three one, but the the problem for them might be just at the back, I guess they're still Again, playing Daly Blind like, as like a left wing back. It blows yeah. my mind. And it's I, same. That's what I was thinking. I can't back in a side that has Daly Blind playing in it against Argentina though. Against any team, can't I just I didn't I didn't think they would get out of the group even. Nah, they had a pretty soft group. Uh, I like Cody Gakpo. So if he continues scoring goals and, you know, Frankie de Jong, good footballer, Van Dijk and Ake at the back, I mean, I guess they're okay. I guess they're okay. Yeah. It's you a tough game. I, part of me it thinks is. it'll be a nil-nil fizzer that goes all the way to pens. Mm, yeah, there's that. I, mm, I'm, I, I could predict goals in this. Maybe Martinez can finally banish the uh, the boo boys and the... He's fucking shocking attempts in front of goal against yeah. Australia. Hasn't found a way to transfer club form into international at the moment. If he does, mm. I'd be very worried about Argentina. But at the moment, it really is just the messy factor that's worrying everyone. The longer exactly. they stick around and he's he's still there. So, you know. Dragging him across the line at every opportunity. Yeah. Brilliant. So you're going Argentina. I've got the Netherlands. Yeah. Let's let's go South America. Lovely. Tell us at Europe. We'll split that one. Uh Morocco, Portugal, Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Who'd have thunk it? We thought we were set up for a brilliant Spain-Portugal quarterfinal. And next minute, Morocco ruined everything for Spain. A Spain side that won their first game 7-0 and a Spain side that now continually... I think it's a... No, France did it, but 2006, 2010, 2014 winners of the World Cup have not won a knockout game since they won the World Cup. Oh, shit. Italy haven't qualified, so... Yeah, well, I guess that counts, right? Technicality. 
I saw a great meme yesterday, the first day of no football in like four weeks. And it was Infantino saying, today, I feel Italian. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and that just made me think, we haven't ragged on the Italians enough during this competition. We haven't. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your desert holiday. Volpato especially. Uh, Morocco, Portugal, <laughs> who wins? Why? Uh, Morocco. And I'm, I've been on the Morocco bandwagon. I thought that they could trouble Spain. I didn't actually think they would take them all the way through the pens and beat them on them. Um, but I'm going to keep going Morocco because why the hell not, dude? They are probably defensively the best team left in this tournament. And in a World Disagree Cup... massively, that... but okay. Interesting. Who would you say? I still think Brazil has the best defense left. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, maybe, maybe England. Carry on. Potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I would have the Moroccans defensive performance down as the best then throughout the world cup. Um, Amrabat, especially he's, he's fucking enormous, man. Like his stats in this game against Spain, it was four out of four tackles, one seven out of seven duels, one just totally instrumental in everything uh, that was like defensively stoic about this team. Um, and he would have to be considered like in the players of the tournament for mine. Okay. I'm going Portugal. Um, you're going to go Portugal. Do you reckon they blow him away? I don't reckon they blow them away, but I think they win. Maybe a two 0 or something. They've they've just got. I don't know. Morocco probably played their final. I reckon mm, yeah, around the sixteen danger. game, and Portugal danger. Portugal has still got a. I don't know. They fancy themselves coming into this tournament. They're now into like what are they third favorite or something now? Maybe fourth. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm making all that up. But I'm back in Portugal. All of the above could be true. Um, do you reckon we've taken Portugal for granted in this tournament so far? I don't think I have. I've had them around the mark the whole way, but I didn't expect them to put six past Switzerland. No. Was that, again, it was a little bit like um, the South Korea game. Is that the Swiss were just terrible or Portugal were that good? It's the bit of both. It's always a bit of both, you know. Still got to put thought- them away. I thought Switzerland were worse than South Korea because they just looked more bereft of ideas going yeah. forward and also containing uh, the new Wonderkind, Gon- Goncalo, uh, Goncalo Ramos. Yeah, the Benfica striker. There'll be a few yes. clubs opening their eyes and having a look at him now, won't they? Oh, mate, I signed him on FIFA literally two hours after I saw the result. Straight <laughs> <laughs> in. Bring him in. Yeah, you got to. You got to. And even if just for the fact that he is unearthed the saltiest human being on the planet right now, are we going to sink the boot into some Ronaldo action now? I was just about to ask you that, whether we should or not, or are we reading I mean, too much into it? The people are really starting to get their back up about um, people calling it like overanalyzing, but I just, I don't see how hard it is just to stay on the field with your teammates. Yeah. Don't be the first one off. Yeah. Like, you would think he would be the last person off. Unless he's, they're like the supposed right captain. behind you. Yeah, that's it. I, could, I saw one player wander off after him that was in a bib, like a sub that no one even knows. Like 40 and, meters away. Yeah, and if you're beating him off the field, it, he didn't go to any press commitments or anything. Come on. Yeah. He looks like a man that is on the outer of his own team. Just a big baby who's, uh, you know, he wants Portugal to win, but only if he's like the... The main focal point of exactly. it. Exactly. The man doing it. It's only it's only fitting, hey, that he's wearing a bib more often than not for Portugal. <laughs> nah, classic. Yeah, I think Portugal win though, and they'll go through to the semis. Um the last one, 
I think this is the one everyone's waiting for. It's the last game of the quarterfinals. England versus France, 5.30 in the morning, Sunday. And uh, who are you backing and why? This has banger written all over it. Football is the winner. I'm not backing Football's anyone. The winner. I just want to see a good game. Who I think do you think will win is what I mean? Well, I think France will win. Okay. But uh, this is dead set down the down the middle, 50-50. Is are France more than just Mbappe? Uh, probably not. That's what I was thinking. And so if you can, if you actually can shut Mbappe down, that's why the game's probably going to be decided by Kyle Walker of all people. Kyle Walker can, shutting yeah. down Mbappe. Because if he can get him on the back foot and try and move him more into like a defensive holding kind of role, um, and then, you know, if they can cover the transition moments well enough, you can stifle Mbappe definitely. Yeah. And he's got, you know, the defensive cover behind him. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. But if you can get two on one situations, start Foden and Saka. Um, you got Bellingham, take the handbrake off, unleash him. Yep. It's gonna be a wild game. I think it's gonna be interesting because I think England probably have the advantage midfield wise. If they hold yeah, definitely it, organized, yeah. If they keep that advantage midfield wise, that really takes away other. Because I feel like France, another attacking threat, threat for France is their Terra Hernandez, the left back, mm-hmm. bombing up. He's always involved. Um, he won't be able to do that. And he's not great defensively. So if they're conceding possession because England are dominating the midfield, then um, I could see England winning it. I'd still, I don't know. I'd, I'm still going to go with France. I think they've. They've just got the firepower. Yeah. It's definitely the firepower. It's the firepower. And um, I'm, I'm still unsure. Part of that is probably also bias in me wanting England to lose. <laughs> the scale of me wanting England to lose as soon as the Socceroos went out just went up incredibly high. <laughs> like, this is what I'm really rooting for now. Anything yeah. else Anything else is a is the cherry on top. But please, England, for my petty own sake, crash out. Crash out. It'll be interesting this game. Yeah. Like you said, the mid the midfield battle will be the uh will be the telling part because obviously France play with the attacking midfielder, England play with the defensive. So it should nullify really the way that they line up. But as we've seen, Griezmann, um, there was one group game where he was terrific in midfield, just fucking everywhere. And so if he if his performance can eclipse that of Bellingham's, then I think France are definitely gonna be in the driving seat. Yeah, another thing I think that could get in the way of England is their own coach, Ooh, Southgate. Too conservative. No, or maybe not. I, don't, I can't imagine he'd go, well, he could go too conservative, couldn't he? He does like doing it. But I think more so just him not knowing which wingers he wants to play. Okay. Surely he has to, stick with, wrong. has to stick with Foden, Kane, Saka now, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. Oh, mate, you, anything else can't would be terminal. It. I think there would be riots. There'd be riots at the Stockton Fan Park. The where? <laughs> the Stockton Fan Park. You've not been. Sure. That's uh, where all the mad lads hang out. Yeah. No, not for me. You can have it. Um, it's got to be. It's just got to be Foden, Kane, Sucky. You can't do anything else. What about the midfield? They stick with Rice, Henderson, Bellingham? Well, that's it. If you want to go conservative, uh, Calvin Phillips comes in for Henderson. But at this point, you wouldn't upset... Um, the combination that they've got, I think. 
the steadying presence of Henderson allows Bellingham to perform at a much higher level. Yeah. I think he has to play the same 11. If he plays the same 11 there and with a sniff, if he tries to mix something up, I think that'll only help France. And I think mm. France are maybe still just the better side. Um, maybe I'm trying to think where the weak spots are for France individual player wise, maybe in central midfield with next to Rabio. But mm. I think Rabio is excellent and he's, I, I rate Rabio better than Henderson or Rice at the moment, form wise. Mm. Yeah. Oh, this tournament, definitely. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And then, um, yeah, Bellingham v Griezmann, I guess, is the two midfielders that are trying to get forward for their sides. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm back in France, but geez. Cracker. Yeah. I think defensively you can get at France. Um, they're good players like Varane or Pumacano, Uh, But, you know, Kunde, I think he's been a little bit hit and miss. I think that's the side you can expose them especially because uh, Dembele is like not a defensive workhorse at all. And so if you've got Foden, who's been playing on the left? has been Foden. I think you could probably find a lot of joy down there. Yep. This is going to be a great game. I reckon it goes to extra time and someone random will score the winner, like uh, Kamavinga off the bench or something. Yeah, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hoping for a... um. What was the... There was a game. I think it was a France the semi final. Did they play? Did they meet in the semi final of the last World Cup? And France won an extra time. No, sorry, that was Croatia. It was Croatia and England meet in the semi final. Croatia France was the final. I don't know what's happening. There's too much football. There's too many. I've watched too many YouTube was, videos of goals from World Cups, and it's all just me, blurring. Yeah, my my mind went back to the Euros then as well. When I was like, hang on, what what happened? <laughs> I feel like there was a big 4-2. Oh, the final was 4-2. Yeah, France uh, beat Croatia 4-2. Yeah, now we're just... Uh, whatever. All right. These are just good. These are like night shift football Googles. Yeah. <laughs> should be a fucking Twitter account for that. If you can't tell, we've just been awake all night, every night, trying to watch football games. It's been a bombardment, a great bombardment. There's I, been, like, I was saying to you before, that's probably my most enjoyable World Cup in like four or five editions. Yeah, I think uh, I think the last one's still ahead for me, the 2018 one in Russia. Mm-hmm. I think just, you know, um, living with mates at the time, watching heaps of those games, working at night. So always had games on at work and then getting home to watch the other games. Yeah. It was good. Didn't have anything to do during the day. You could just watch it all, soak it up. That was that was the life. Oh, uh, that is good. A bit, busy, bit busier this time around, but yeah. Yeah, a bit more of adult crises going on, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Adelaide United are back in action Friday night. Hell so, yeah, we are. Brisbane away. Craig Goodwin apparently is back and ready to play. He There was that video of him arriving at the airport. What do you make of all these uh, airport visits and stuff? You a fan of him? I'm a fan if the player has been informed that people are going to be there. I think the way we went about it, like sharing flight details on meme pages, is a little, <laughs> a little it's bit, bit weird. Yeah, it feels really much. weird. Yeah, it's hard he to get looked- around for me. He look, I, look, I personally wouldn't do it. Um, and I saw in the Adelaide one some of the people that we know that were there. And I was like, those are the kinds of people that would definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate that they have gone to the effort. I appreciate it too. It's just not for me. Yeah. He looked so overawed, Craig, didn't he? Getting off the flight, just like, whoa, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I think he knows now. He is like the king of Adelaide and we all love him. He knows it. Well, King of Brisbane too. He's going to get a guard of honor when he goes there. The yeah, that King, was going to be that was going to be my next question. Isn't that just bizarre? That is. That's bizarre. Beyond, 
that's beyond. I laughed so hard when I saw that. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. I can't remember who said it. It might have been uh, our mate Todd said earlier, are we going to – should we have a guard of honour for Matt Leckie just taking the piss? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it does seem like a piss take. Why would you – I don't know. It's bizarre for me. Brisbane if, having a, if, at a home Brisbane game, they're going to have a guard of honour. For Craig Goodwin. For Craig Goodwin. And then Craig's going to go and like take photos and sign stuff for people after the game. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, area. hopefully after he sticks a hat trick past them and a couple of assists and we blow them away. But that'll be for another night. Gives him the old crying baby celebration before he goes and takes a photo. Yeah. So I reckon we'll go again next week. We'll have quarterfinals to wrap up. We'll probably have a, I'd imagine we'll have a red edition because Adelaide United are playing. So we'll get some Adelaide. bitch. A-League's back, so Adelaide content will be out. Keep keep checking the page. Go back. Remember, you can go check out all of our episodes on Spotify or Apple. Uh, we've done or a bunch of World Cup Pocket ones, so have a look. Pocket yeah. Cast now as well, I've noticed. Pocket We're on cast. everything. Oh, there you go. And TikTok, um, apparently. We're doing it all. Yeah, well, we got Cooper in there doing all our social media, and he loves it. So legend. He did want to. He wanted to record his own podcast, I think, about England. Just, just him talking about how good England are and how much it's coming home and stuff. But obviously, we put a pretty quick stop to that. There's no chance. So look, if look, here's uh, I'm willing to extend the offer. If England do win, he can record whatever he likes, <laughs> and I promise we won't edit it to make him sound like a moron. <laughs> They got to get there first. They got to get there. All right, we might wrap it there. You done? Yep. Let's kick. Awesome. Let's do it. Enjoy the quarterfinals, people. Go Acuna.